It's 16 days uh, to the National Day of Prayer, uh, which was launched uh, just uh, this week. Uh, Bishop uh, Duncan Zoki was there. Archbishop Budi Tlachale uh, was also there. In fact, uh, he's on the line with me now to chat about this and uh, other things. Your Grace. Good morning. How are you, Ndade? I'm fine, and how are you? I'm fine, thank you, Ndade. And uh, happy Friday, by the way. Thank you, same to you. And uh, we, we call it Gratitude Friday here on uh, Radio Veritas. I see. And, and we're very grateful uh, that we're able to speak to you <laughs> this morning. Oh, it's a pleasure. Now, Ndade, this week, uh, I think uh, let's start uh, with that. Uh, we, we Well, uh, National Day of Prayer was launched, which will be... Uh, actually happening on the 26th of November. What do you want to tell us about the launch? Uh, The idea was to gather religious leaders from the various different uh, traditions um, and together that we should prepare for a national day of prayer. The idea of a national day of prayer, the purpose would be to try and highlight and emphasize the need for unity in the country. Uh, in spite of our diversity as a nation, there is obviously a need after 24 years or so of democracy in this country. There is still a felt need to work towards unity. Uh, and that really would be the main thrust of the day of prayer. But there are also other concerns that need to be brought to the force with regard to the needs in the country. For example, there are other challenges challenges of of crime in the country of gangsterism challenges of we've been reading in the press in the recent months the murder especially this year the murder of women uh, the abuse of children the murder of women has really captured the nation in the sense that some some women have been murdered burnt in the felt and uh, it's somehow or other the nations, there seem to be something wrong in our nation. So the day of prayer is to try and bring some of these concerns to the fore uh, as we pray for a united nation um, with the hope that many people will awaken to this cause, that we be able to take care of each other, be each other's brother, each other's sister, uh, so that's what's going to be happening on that day, praying about some of these concerns and hopefully thereby highlighting them and bringing them to the attention of the political leadership and the leadership in the various spheres in our country who will then try and do something about this. So that's the purpose of the Day of Prayer. And uh, Your Grace, of the 26th of November, was it chosen because it's a day that's available or are there reasons for that? How was it chosen? Uh, it coincides with with the 16th day of act, activism in the country. Uh, so that was probably just a coincidence, I suspect. <laughs> yes. Uh, and it was also simply a day on which the venue was available. So that's uh, the 26th of November, 90,000 seater. That's uh, what FNB is. You think South Africans will come to this? I think so. I, I think there's a... The, the, there have been several meetings before the launch, actually, on Monday. There were several meetings of the different uh, religious leaders, and they have committed themselves to coming along with their uh, congregations. 
So I, I have no doubt that they will fill the stadium. Ninety-three or so thousand people should be able to turn up. What one would also appeal for is that it shouldn't just be a a sea of black faces. Hopefully, that we will have we will reflect the diversity of the population of South Africa on that particular day. So in other words, then we have, uh, we have black people, we have white people, we have Indians, we have coloreds, and, uh, and, and, the, and in between, yes. Hopefully there will be such a positive response to that. The leaders themselves have been very upbeat about it, and so I think it's really up to them to encourage their followers to come. And Dr. Tlachale, it's uh, different churches, different denominations, different religious groupings, uh, so to speak. And uh, uh, so w- what will the program take? What sort of form will it take? Any idea on that? Yes, I think generally speaking, what the organizers are hoping for is that each faith group would be given space. So I'm not very sure about the time, but I don't think the time can be more than eight minutes seven, eight minutes, there are 40 religious leaders present there. So yes. if one wants to accommodate most of them, you're going to give them something like, yeah, just about five, between five and eight minutes each each group. And so you will have the Jews, the Baha'i, the Hindi, the Muslims, the Catholics, Anglicans, St. John's, etc., etc., Shambhan the various groups, the Nazarenes, etc., they also will have their space of about, as I say, average six, seven minutes. And hopefully there will also be some um, gospel singles. Now, for Catholics, what, what would be your message for that day? The message we would like to put forth as Catholics is, again, to as a, a, a local church in the diocese, in, in the country, uh, also to be able to be concerned with issues that concern the nations, concerned with issues of unity within the Catholic Church. Uh, my impression is that we are quite happy to be Christian, as long as you don't ask us to cross our cultural, <laughs> social boundaries. Yes. You know, we're quite happy where we are. We're quite happy to be called Catholic or Christian, but don't ask us to cross those borders. And that's one of the major challenges I see in this country. We're, we're all prepared to be South Africans, as long as you don't ask us to cross the boundaries. But in fact, sometimes uh, even in, in, you know, in a parish, uh, I join this sodality and you belong to that sodality and uh, don't ask me to cross. <laughs> don't yes, ask unfortunately, me. there is that uh, inward-looking mindset which we need to get rid of or try and change our minds and be more open towards others. And so uh, that, that is a problem with becoming, when you, these groups, sodalities are supposed to be, if you wish, schools of, I always say schools where you prepare yourself, schools of, of holiness, as it were, where you intensify your own faith, rather than being schools where people cling together and become a clique. And because then that becomes a disadvantage. Uh, you simply want to serve that particular group instead of serving the whole parish community or serving the whole diocese or, or, or even as a religion, faith community, begin to stretch out your hands towards others across the barrier who have needs, who, who should be taken care of. So I think the idea of this unity, 
whilst we and we praise our diversity but we also need to emphasize that we are one and be able to stretch our arm across these boundaries now that after the 26th of november or after the event on the 26th of november what are you hoping people will be taking away from it and uh, what do they do with it i hope it will raise our awareness of the needs that are there in our midst, in our communities, in our country. Uh, and that is why I hope that it will not be a once-off occasion, this kind of uh, day of prayer. Uh, and that somehow in the new year in February, we do, the same leaders will be gathering to take stock. And hopefully at that meeting, they will, we will continue to see that there is a need at one point to another as we go um, uh, forward. There will be a need to keep on trying to bring people together to break the barriers. Now, we are at a disadvantage in many ways in South Africa that we're still very much caught up in the apartheid divisions, uh, just in terms of where we are located, where we stay, etc. And that's a big challenge. But nonetheless, nonetheless, uh, there are occasions, I would hope, for example, when we have national occasions uh, like June 16 or Remembrance Day, March 21st to December 16th, when we have these national occasions that people will be able to gather together to show the spirit of unity in the country. Up till now, um, when unfortunately our political leaders also tend to use these occasions as occasions for holding political rallies. I, I think we need to move away from that and begin to promote a spirit of unity by bringing the nation together, various people from different backgrounds coming together to celebrate together and not an occasion of being uh, divisive by promoting one ideology or one political party's aspirations, etc. I think we need to go to go beyond that on those days that are designated as days uh, of bringing the entire nation together. So hopefully that kind of message might begin to take root uh, in our communities. And uh, very important then to highlight that uh, it's held in Johannesburg, but it's a national event. It's a national thing. For example, I think uh, that very weekend, the 24th, 25th, some of the leaders will be going to celebrate uh, with the Muslims community in Cape Town. Yes. Uh, with the Jewish community. And the idea is also to try and say this is something that should spread throughout the country, even though the major day will be celebrated here in Johannesburg. Now that there's some uh, domestic issues for us, <laughs> the okay. shrine. W- what's the update on the shrine now from uh, from Ndate Buti Tlachadi? The... The, the project of the sign is still going ahead. I, I guess we would like to, next year, if possible, build a multi-purpose center that will accommodate 3,000 people, but that's going to cost, um, we already have a bill of quantities. That's going to be still around 19 million rand, so that's really what we're looking at at present. To date, we've raised uh, 10 million, so we're still short of 9 million. Um, I would hope that next next weekend we'll be drawing the raffle and hopefully it will bring in some money. Um, that's where we are at, really, working hard to raise the funds to build this multi-purpose center.
and uh, many people are involved in trying to raise funds, etc. Yes. So that's where we are at at present. And Your Grace, what are your concerns at the moment about the shrine? Oh, basically just fundraising, really. Basically just fundraising. What the, the, the priest in charge of the shrine, Father Charles, he's already there are small pilgrimages uh, from various parishes that are going there so that they uh, for, to spend a day there or, or, or a weekend there. There's accommodation for 130 people. So there are already people going there for prayer on a pilgrimage. And uh, and I think in so doing, people become used to the idea of going on pilgrimage in Mahalisberg. And, uh, and, and hopefully in turn, they will also want to promote the idea to contribute towards uh, uh, this project. So that's really the main concern at the present that we, so far as I say, we've raised 10 million rand. Yes. And hopefully we will raise the rest of the money as well. So really uh, also encouraging people to come and visit the shrine because I think it's very important, uh, you know, through these many pilgrimages uh, for people to come and see what the site looks like. Uh, you know, I think it's always good to, to say, you know, this it was like this and now look how, what it has turned out to be. Yes, but 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 also, uh, as we have said before, that the strange part is that it is in Johannesburg where you don't have a diocesan shrine. Most, almost all the other dioceses, they have their own diocesan shrine. Uh, now, the 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 value of a diocesan shrine is, oh, it also raises aware awareness uh, amongst parishioners that it's not only you don't only belong to your parish, but you also belong to a bigger church. Uh, to a diocese, eventually to the Universal Catholic Church, uh, but also to promote the spirituality of Mary, also to enhance our own prayer life um, by sharing by by sharing and seeing other witnesses of people of faith in our communities, and that in itself, I think personally, when you see many people apart from just your own parish gathering and praying that normally strengthens one's faith. So hopefully there will be those spiritual benefits as we go ahead in developing this idea of the shrine. Now, Your Grace, I asked you about your concerns with regards to the shrine. Uh, what do you want to brag about uh, in, terms of, in terms of the shrine? <laughs> what are you grateful for? About, really, uh, there's nothing to brag about except to say that uh, we're great we're greatly impressed by the efforts that are being made by individuals and groups in fundraising. It's an amazing commitment, and uh, and yeah, that that it's almost a humbling experience to see people who are committed in their own faith. Mark you, the devotion to Our Lady, the prayer to the Rosary. This has always been part and parcel of the Catholic tradition, and and. Lots of people, every weekend here, there are buses that go to Ngome. Um, I do know that annually people go to Njongweni, they go to Kavala. Uh, so the tradition of pilgrimages, um, even within our diocese, within our Catholic Church in the country, has always been strong. It's just that here I would also like to give an opportunity to local people to be able to gather together. Um, it doesn't replace their practice of going to Ngome or Kavala, they will certainly continue doing that, but it also gives local people a chance to gather together um, in honor of Our Lady. 
And uh, you do know that every year there are people, especially this year, there are people even going to Medjugorje to Fatima, especially this year because yes. Fatima was celebrating 100 years. So lots of people have gone on pilgrimage to, to Fatima. So there's a very strong tradition within the local church um, of going on pilgrimages. And that's uh, the Archbishop of uh, Johannesburg, Archbishop Buti Tlachale. That uh, thank you very much uh, for your time, and uh, we know that uh, people will continue supporting Tabaya uh, Shrine, and of course uh, they'll be coming in their numbers as well. Kadi twenty sixth November. I also wanted to say that, where, as I said, the raffle will be drawn on the on the eighteenth of November this this month. We're drawing the, the raffle, so those who still have the tickets with them. Uh, please uh, do something about those tickets so that we be, we are able to make that to draw that raffle on on the 19th of November. And that car is mine, uh, Your Grace. Uh, hopefully, you've bought several tickets. If not, you, bought, you need to have bought ten tickets in order to make to make it. Uh, okay, so at <laughs> least ten. <laughs> okay. You have a great one, Ralebo and Dad. Thank you. It's a pleasure, sir. Thank you very much. And it's nine minutes to eight o'clock on uh, Radio Veritas five seven six a.m.